a florist running the biggest flower shop in all the land, proposes to his live-in girlfriend. She says yes, then she says no. His friend is a school teacher who's banging a doctor who actually has a wife. The kid in her class is the biggest nerd in all the land and has a crush on her. That nerd lives with his grandparents because his mom is out playing army. The grandpa finds out his wife has been cucking him hard. They have a babysitter because they're too old to raise this nerd. The nerd creeps after his teacher all the way to a lonely lady dinner, much to his babysitter's chagrin. The babysitter is planning on having sex for the first time, but doesn't. The teacher tells the nerd, hard pass, nerd. Also at the dinner is a sports anchor and a PR lady he's trying to plow. They started talking because her client is a super gay professional quarterback whose boyfriend is on the same flight as the nerd's mom. The quarterback's agent is Queen Latifah and her receptionist moonlights as a phone sexer. This thwarts her dinner date with a mailroom guy who's definitely older than 25. Guys, let's talk about Valentine's Day. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. She just killed a helicopter with a car. Who's that, boys? All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust fast? Lick a license. A hey, lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. Hey guys, this is Aaron. Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around. I love the Five Guys Flicking Around podcast. I really do. Aaron, Kyle, Brandon, Joel, and Ryan, keep up the good work. And please, please talk about Valentine's Day, which is what we're doing today. <laughs> what a lovely intro. 2010's Valentine's Day. 10-year anniversary. 10-year anniversary. 10-year anniversary. Yeah, and uh, love is in the air. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Oh. Well, I slipped something into your beer. That would that's explain what you're it. Feeling. It didn't feel much like love. I'm just kind of yeah. drowsy. Yeah, no, that's going to increase <laughs> okay. your drowsiness. Hopefully, I make it through the whole pod. Well, looking at you, I can tell that you're you're feeling the love. You're mm. feeling the love right now. Yeah, absolutely. No, this was uh, this was just what the doctor ordered, and that doctor's name is Cupid. Wow, Doctor Cupid. <laughs> and he ordered it for the erectile dysfunction. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I told you my name is Cupid. <laughs> You're saying it incorrect. The kids <laughs> call him Doctor Stupid. Yeah, <laughs> he's, a, he's a pediatrician that just gets shit on. How much he regrets the pediatrician route he chose. Yeah, orthopedics was where it was at. Yeah. Really dropped the ball. Is that Bones? Yeah, good good thing to get into the Bones. Good good thing to get into and a good TV show. Oh, yeah. which know? one's Bones? I don't know. Uh, one of them's Bones. One of them. I think. The person in that's the lady getting banged by one of the property brothers. I think you might be right. Mrs. Deschanel. I think that's her sister, though. Mm. With the Aurora Borealis guy. That'd be fun if Emily Deschanel <laughs> was banging the other property brother. Damn. Whoa. Yeah. Let's make that She's into a spinoff. So whoever's, whoever gets oh. married. Uh, <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> whoever gets married first in that situation, the other ones can't get married because they'd be related. Huh? Interesting. 
Well, on that note, first impressions. Yeah. Brandon, first impressions on Valentine's Day. I saw this movie right when it came out in theaters in 2010, because that's what you did in 2010 on Valentine's Day is you went to see this movie. I feel like everybody saw it. What What a lovely movie. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's breezy. Sorry. I saw this movie right when it came out in theaters and all the people in it. It's just delightful. You know, it's breezy. Yeah. It's got it's got There's every so single people. it's got every single star that I can think of that was, you know. The Jessicas a, are both in the it. Je- all the Jessicas are in it. The Taylors? Yeah. The Taylors, multiple the people, Jessica. so multiple people from uh 7th Heaven are in this movie. Kelso and oh, and Eric Forskin. Man, oh man. But yeah, it's, it's just a delightful little breeze. Sorry. I saw this movie right when it came out in theaters. and It's a fun movie. It's a fun, sure. light movie. It's a fun trick of if you have 20 storylines, you don't have to develop any of them very much. Really brought me back to 2010. George Lopez was a big deal. Totally. I liked that Alan Alda was in it. That was yeah, surprising. That was I think fun. it was Alan Arkin. I mind, it was one of the Allens. Yeah. yeah. The Allens, the Jessicas. <laughs> and that also was Carlos Mencia. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I wish Kevin Sorbo was in it. You we know? all wish Kevin Sorbo. He could was have in been it. a great From TV's Hercules. He could have been a great Bradley Cooper character. Can you imagine the arc of him being like masculine, sitting next to Julia Roberts, and then it turns out he's gay at the end? Dating Kevin the, Sorbo, the quarterback. Yeah, I would have loved that. If, yeah. if the 35-year-old quarterback was just like plowing 50-year-old Kevin <laughs> yeah. Sorbo. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like that's not a stretch because Kevin Sorbo's the man. Well, I mean, but, something's man. getting stretched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Hi right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sean Jackson. I really do. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, first impression. It came out right after my birthday. Well, let's just dive into (laughs) Professor P's plot rundown. All right, Pollard, take it away. Pollard, what do you got, buddy? (laughs) All right, so we see Ashram Kitchum propose to Jessica Alba. I love Ash Ketchum. Ashram Kitchum. In a very unromantic, unceremonious way. He's just kind of playing with the ring in bed and then is like, hey, wake up. I got to propose? Yeah. yeah, let me take Strange. your Blackberry real quick, and then uh, I don't know where that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Blackberry mentions in this movie. Yeah. This is also were a big also deal? height of the Blackberry yeah, craze. This is a big yeah. deal. It felt very planned. It felt like this was his plan. When she says no to the engagement, eventually, maybe if he had done it in a better way, she's more into it. That's yeah. probably the issue with their relationship. You know, is like that he didn't propose. In she the right told way. a few of her friends like he proposed and like how'd he do it, and it's oh, he just woke me up. On Valentine's Day, which was super cliche, yeah. <laughs> and had a ring. Like I didn't like that. He's a florist. Like, yeah, you got to get out of there. Yeah, He's how a did... florist? There wasn't a single flower. No. Nope. Yeah, was... I like that. I like that story of like, oh, how did he propose? It's just like he did. Felt like maybe he was snooping through my phone, and I caught him, so he had to do this out of yeah. You know, I don't want to get in trouble. Jamie Fox. Yeah. He butts heads with Kathy Bates, his stern but fair station manager. Great Kathy Bates haircut. Cool. Ooh, Can I just power say, cut? I love it. Great. I love it so much. Understated performance from her too. Too. She really made the most of her she eight did. lines yeah. in the movie. Like she did not need to be in this movie. <laughs> no. like, was, Oscar winner Kathy Bates. Yeah, she didn't need to do this. <laughs> no. No one yeah. no one needed to do this. No. The haircut was great. She yeah. could have been a stern principal, a stern station. Yeah, manager. she could have been the principal at Jennifer Garner's school. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Stern but fair. She moonlights yeah. as a station manager, which is her day job as a principal. <laughs> that would have been makes funny. sense, you yeah. know, with the salaries that school employees get nowadays. We get introduced to the exciting world of floristry. 
I did some internet research. This is true. Um, Ashton Kutcher thought this was his chance at an Oscar, and he went full method for this performance. He apprenticed at a flower shop for 18 months in order to realistically portray a third-generation Italian-American florist. And oh. I think he pulled it off. Yeah. I mean, I, I really thought his performance, this guy's a florist. His dad brought the shop here from Italy where his grandfather originally had the shop. This is a florist guy through and through. Can yeah. I, he owns the flower shop. Like, why is he working front desk? He should just be, like, crunching the numbers in the back. John Taffer would say he's focusing too much on working on the business or working in the business, not on the business. Exactly. Yeah, that's that could be a problem. Classic bar rescue, that, uh, yeah. you know. To be mentality. fair, he, <laughs> he wasn't working the desk long. He got that TV plug for his shop. So, mm -hmm. you that know, he's, cool. doing, he's doing the legwork. He's getting the name out there. That, t that plug worked. Dempsey, Dempsey comes Dempsey in. Saw it, exactly. Dempsey saw it, and uh, Jamie Foxx was there, too. And what's the name yeah. of the florist shop, Aaron? Sienna Bouquet, which sounds like an adult film star. Yes, it does. I'd say so. Um, we see Jennifer Garner and Patrick Dempsey. They've been banging. Yeah, they've yeah, been banging. Man. Yeah. I instantly, as soon as I saw Patrick Dempsey, I was like, God, I hate this guy. I have oh, hated yeah. him my whole life. In yeah, every movie yeah. he's in, I hate him so much. I really don't he's, like that he became cool. He's good in oh. Enchanted. No. I hate him. He sucks. He's well, good in right. Can't Buy Me Love, and that's about it. No, he's bad in that. Was too. he ever like? A, he is annoying in that movie. <laughs> was he ever like a like what's his name? Like Jerry O'Connell, where he was like a fat kid in a movie? Yeah, Ronald Miller in Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, okay. He plays like, I like the that. nerd. Cuck, yeah, I feel like cuck. he'd be a good nerd mm -hmm. as like a kid. Then he had this revival where he turned into like. Yeah, I don't like that sex icon, no, no. and it's like that's not cool. No, but he also gives Jennifer like her his Valentine's gift to her is a wind up heart that like walks around. Yeah, you're a doc. You're a cardiologist. You can't splurge for like even just a we chocolate. We see his yeah. home later, and it's it's like a compound. Jennifer home. Garner should have known when she got that gift. I'm not the main chick. Yeah, yeah. that's Big not a main flag. chick yeah. gift. Yeah, <laughs> side chick. Yeah, that's yeah. like he was checking out to buy condoms to go plow her with, and like that was. At the oh yeah. shit, it's Valentine's like Day tomorrow. The, <laughs> impulse item. At yeah. The end. yeah. <laughs> Pack of gum, a little. Oh, wind up part. That'll. He that'll bought play. her a Cadbury egg, but he ate it on the way because he was hungry. So he had to make an extra stop <laughs> yeah. to get her another gift. Uh, why do you smell like chocolate? Um, we meet Anne Hathaway and Topher Grace. They've been banging. Topher Grace has a heavy bag in his bedroom, which I'm not buying. And a basketball hoop. Yeah, full size basketball hoop. Yeah, this guy likes sports. We know that. And it's like a small apartment. Very, yeah. very stupid place to put a full size basketball hoop. They say that he's 25 years old, and I think they had to put that stuff in there to make you Bit believe it. Yeah. Well, they had to like be like, yeah, a 25 year old would like have all kinds of like sports stuff in their well, shitty and apartment. He works at the agency. He's a mailroom clerk. That is. That's eh, tough. Business also, to can I just say I hate Topher Grace. Don't, yeah, no, he's never don't been like Topher Grace good. at all. So Anne Hath Hathaway rushes out. She's a phone sex worker. Well, my big gripe with it is, like you said, they don't really flesh out any of these stories. Mm -hmm. So, like, that whole arc with her and Topher Grace is just she does sex worker, yeah. Yeah. phone sex. Yeah. Like, I think that's a great way to make money. Um, Shirley MacLaine and poor man's Alan Arkin. Yep, we they banged. Them. Alan Alda. Alan Alda, you're right. And we meet their nerd-ass grandson, Edison. Edison. This kid sucks. He's the worst. He's the absolute worst. He's the whole movie. He's literally the bottom of the barrel. 
Like, yeah, he's a bottom feeder. Like Patrick Dempsey is on top of a mountain compared to this fucking kid. He is the he's the human equivalent of a crawfish. Yeah. yeah. If you told me the Taylors would take up all of Edison's story time, I would have said yes. Please do that instead. <laughs> More Taylors. I don't like Edison. Yeah. Edison sucks. Pappas's bad bite. We never get to see Edison get the shit kicked out of him for being such a <laughs> fucking nerd. Yeah. I'm Franklin. pretty sure the Indian. No, the Indian girl later on. <laughs> they really all should though. Everyone has a right to kick this kid's ass. Anyone. Ashton Kutcher, yeah, Jennifer Garner, doesn't matter. Julia Roberts, yeah, Taylor Swift swifts around. Yeah, she, she has no social there. skills. <laughs> yeah, she's. What's wrong with her in this movie? Do you, uh, do you think they wrote her to be like a normal, intelligent character, and then like Taylor Swift couldn't act well enough to pull it off? So they're like, like instead, we'll, we'll pretend her... that she's in like you know the special ed classes. <laughs> yeah, just. Everything she's saying is gold. Let's just let the mic go, the tape run. Let's just see what we Keep get. Keep it going, yeah. yeah. Keep the camera rolling. More energy, Taylor. More I, quirkiness. Too I much. Secondhand embarrassment for her watching this. It's really funny, actually. Like, I was not into him at first. He used to shoot spit wads at me in Spanish class, which is, like, so junior high. But then one night, I was brushing out my hair when I got home, and I found this spit wad, but it was really a note, and it said, what's up? And I was like, that is so cute. And then I liked it. Oh my god, baby, are you okay? Walk it off, baby. Just walk it off. You're still hot, baby. You're still hot. Wow, you rolled out of that like a ninja. He's usually really good at those. Yeah, well, he's quite the athlete, and you're quite the dancer, huh? Five, six, oh. seven, eight. No, I think we're, I think we're okay. We, oh no, oh, we haven't seen that one. <laughs> Way to go. Did she tell you the spitwad story? Yes, she did. Yeah, she's mushy like that. <laughs> you like it. I know. Ooh, I miss high school. Yeah, I remember in theaters feeling that way, and it was my biggest apprehension towards watching this is it felt so cringy. Mm -hmm. More than the fanatic, it's just very uncomfortable <laughs> to watch to, to watch Taylor Swift try to act in this. Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts are on a plane together. That's an interesting scene because it's literally just them on a plane for three seconds, and then it's all right. Next scene. Garner goes to uh, Ashton Kutcher's. Floral compound. That also, shop. yeah, that also serves muffins. Yeah, that's, that's a nice the gardener and the florist sense. getting together. <laughs> Dempsey is a piece of shit. We see him go home to his wife and kids as he's telling Garner that he's heading to the airport to go to San Francisco. Right. Mm -hmm. We have another scene in the flower shop where there's a Bulgarian man. <laughs> and right before that, there's two dwarves. There's two yeah, little there people <laughs> walking out of the flower shop. Like I feel like this movie felt like they had to be very inclusive. They did. To be like, yeah. there's somebody for everyone. Right? Look at these two dwarves. <laughs> they found each other. Yeah, exactly. In the air. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere I look around, dwarves. There's in a the misunderstanding air. with the Bulgarian man, and luckily there's someone else in the shop that speaks Bulgarian. Well, I mean, there's the thirty thousand people in this shop at any <laughs> yeah. point in time. There's so. also there's also two nuns there to hold a baby. Oh, uh, that was a good part too. The, the By Jewish the way, disclaimer. we're Jewish. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the Jewish. I've had to use the uh, Jewish disclaimer many times yeah. when people invite me to church. Uh, oh, that's mostly that. Mostly that. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, they're like, let's put the star on the tree. I have to recuse myself. Leave the room. Anytime you eat, you have to make sure it's kosher, and that's annoying. Well, at least kosher salt. Yeah. yeah. Nerd ass Edison asks Alan Arkin about love. 
Ellen what a Arkin piece of shit. Tells him more parks spelled backwards is crap room. Great. And I really like that. Yeah, that was awesome. That was the highlight in the movie. Uh, Edison tries to get the, he goes to buy flowers for his, his crush, which we find out later is Jennifer Garner. Right. He shortchanges him by $40 on these flowers. Real piece of shit, that guy. Also, Edison. shouldn't he be in school? Good it's call. like, what it's probably like 930, 10 yeah. o'clock. The, Why day is, is he not in school? the day is moving much too quickly for it to be like 730. This is gone. Los Angeles. It takes forever to get anywhere. Yeah, exactly. On Valentine's Day. Yeah, oh, busiest day of the year. Mm -hmm. Also, how did this kid get there? Like, there's no way that his, you know, he grandpa gets a lot dropped of places him off on his own whimsy, yeah. or just wanders into vans. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like take me. Yeah, at one point he rides his bike to the flower shop later in the movie. I didn't get the impression that Edison's like white picket fence house is close to this florist shop on like a busy LA street. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, they definitely like off they live in, like, or something. <laughs> Westwood or something. Yeah. You know, we meet Queen Latifah. Finally, who's a sports agent? Yeah, her name is uh, Bipolar Paula, <laughs> which isn't really alliterative. No, Bipolar Paula. It's, it's not, got the P. It's not great. Well, Liz, I'm Paula. I know they call me Bipolar Paula. Don't. But you should know I'm in crisis. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. It has nothing to do with being alone on Valentine's Day. Of course not. And everything to do with the client in crisis. That sounds challenging. <laughs> challenging? Gotta figure out if he still has an athletic career. If he doesn't, big fat problemo. Well, I'm here to help you solve that problem. Who's on hold? My mother. I'm sorry. Hangs up on her own mother. That's cold. You might just get along. Yeah. It's not a great nickname. I don't think you can have a great nickname when it starts with bipolar. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Unless your name's Bear. Bipolar Byron. Bipolar. Oh, Bipolar Bear. I like that. <laughs> uh, it's just weird that. naming it after like some mental illness. Yeah. So that's, that's depressed true. Dave over there. Yeah. Yeah. Impotent Imogen. <laughs> Impotent that Ivan. one makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. If you're bold enough to name your boy Imogen. <laughs> On the, on the hopes that he's going to be impotent one day and that you can put that name together. Uh, Anne Hathaway is Queen Latifah's receptionist, secretary, Good for her. assistant. Yeah. But she's also still moonlighting as the sex worker. At, at desk, work. Which is a bold move. Very bold. Yeah. That's, My God. Yeah, Anne Hathaway stops her life. She's mm -hmm. on a date with Topher Grace. She steps outside. She's at work. She gets a call from a horny dude. I got to take this. Vladimir. There's can't no you, boundaries. Can't you just post like hours between, you For know, sure. six and nine? She says she moonlights as this and she doesn't. She does it all damn day, yeah. every day. Daylight, moonlight. I feel like Anne Hathaway is addicted to being a sex, <laughs> phone sex she worker. She has There's a worse sex things. phone worker addiction. <laughs> yeah. Not a sex addiction. No. Yeah. Just sex I, phone I worker. I can't stop addiction. getting paid to, to do talk sex <laughs> Talk sex to me, baby. Such a rush to get paid for it. And a lot of her dialogue. I get this is a light movie, but a lot of her dialogue in these conversations is just like I don't know who's on the other end of this call. Yeah, it escalates. Vla just Vladimir. Yeah. she has like two regulars. I feel like. Yeah, she does a Russian voice and like a Southern Belle. Yeah, Southern yeah. Belle voice. She's good at it. I'll give her that. She seems she like she knows what she's doing. It's the role I would like to play in a movie, just so <laughs> you, I can do all my accents. You would be amazing yeah. at that. We meet Sean Jackson, the lowest rung celebrity in this cast. Yes, I thought it was Josh. I thought it was Josh Jamal for a second. No, it's no not, not even no. close. That would have no. been a better get. Do you guys I agree. know his name? Yeah, sure. Eric Dane. That was uneventful. The Great Dane. We meet Jessica Beale finally. 
we're still meeting characters at this point in the movie. Yeah. yeah. It takes a long time to get everyone introduced. Yeah, this is as like soon as 45 minutes in. It starts falling and wrapping up all these stories. She's um, a mess. She's on the treadmill and it goes classic treadmill like treadmill. too fast. Yeah. Treadmill. The treadmill. She's eating her treadmill. She's eating borscht on her treadmill. <laughs> she does PR for Sean Jackson, right. who's mm-hmm. a aging quarterback. Jessica Biel also is coordinating a I Hate Valentine's Day party. Uh-huh. As she does every year. No, it was so annoying to hear her complain. Like, you're Jessica Biel. You're a PR like person for a very powerful yeah. sports like yeah. quarterback. Yeah. You're you're beautiful. Like and you're bemoaning your your lack of love on Valentine's Day? Go fuck yourself. A lot of this movie pinpoints and why the rest of the world hates it. Most Valentine's yeah. Day she does go fuck herself. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> Yeah, I, I was gonna say, party. I was gonna say, we we pivoted. We were gonna do next the Nicolas Cage and Jessica Biel vehicle mm-hmm. before we decided to do this movie. I like her way better in this movie than That's in fair. next. In <laughs> next, she has nothing to do. Yeah. In this movie, at least she's got a little bit of spunk. At least in next, she plays a teacher of kids at a reservation, <laughs> the Havasupai Nation. <laughs> And after her night with Jamie Foxx, she's going to have a lot of bit of spunk. Oh! <laughs> uh, Emma Roberts shows up. We're still uh, meeting characters. Who's related to uh, Julia Roberts. You guys know this? The, the, the Roberts sisters. Yeah, you guys we forgot that? to address yeah, that. We did forget to address that. <laughs> Eric Roberts' daughter shows up. <laughs> I really don't like Emma Roberts. <laughs> yeah. Or Taylor Lautner. Or Taylor... Really, this yeah. entire cast You don't is like Taylor Swift? Duds. Yeah. Not you as guys an don't actress. like Taylor Swift. No. Well, you're a big, you're a big Swift fan. She's delightful. Yeah, you liked her She's little quirky uh, kind of loved it kind of brain brain trauma thing she had loved going it. on. Loved it. <laughs> they were like, "Have you seen the fanatic? Do that. Do the John Travolta." She was doing John Travolta before John yeah, Travolta was doing yeah, John Moose Travolta. Yeah, Moose took a lot of inspiration from her turn in this film. Peacock. <laughs> The worst. Uh, Emma Roberts says she's gonna her storyline is she's gonna have sex with her boyfriend, and she tells her high school teacher this. Yeah, because that's a thing you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would never be comfortable, but it is Louise Belcher, so yeah. And, yeah. and her teacher's trying to meet up with her after school, and then it's like I can't, and then it's like how about lunch? She's like I can't, I have to go fuck my boyfriend, and mm-hmm. it's like that's a baller move. Emma yeah. Roberts alpha yeah. that I teacher love pretty that, hard. Right. Yeah, what if your English teacher was like, you need to do detention at lunch. I can't. I got to go fuck my girlfriend. Yeah, and they do the classic in this movie like he's going to Stanford, I'm going to Yale. It's like uh, That's okay. every movie. Every yeah. movie someone's going to Ivy League or Stanford. It's just yeah. why can't she say next year I'm going to Northridge and he's going to Fullerton. Chico yeah, State. Exactly. That's just like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're not uh, going to be too far away, yeah. but we're probably it, not Rancho Dominguez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Cal State East Bay next year. Yes. He's going to... Just anything. Any, like, it doesn't be have, original. Yeah, he's going to TCU. I'm going to Oregon State. Like, even Go that's Beans. like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, okay, these are good schools they're getting out, right. but they don't have to all be fucking brilliant. School? Like, yeah, no one goes to a state school. Where's San Diego State? Get some love. Long Beach, whatever. We're number four in the nation right now. Number four in the nation. Undefeated season. <laughs> Definitely not going to lose after this. We find out Gardner, Jennifer Gardner's the, uh, Gardner, Garner, Jennifer Garner. That's yeah, her name, right? same thing. Yeah. She's a teacher. She teaches that nerd Edison. We meet Franklin, who's a really cool kid, and He's I the wish best. he was He puts in the his movie shirt more. over his face multiple times throughout the movie. That's yeah. his go-to move. He references the Valentine's Day Massacre. Mm-hmm. That's great. Which, good for him for knowing that. That's mm-hmm. an impressive piece of knowledge. Yeah, I feel um, like he yells at the kid, you know, mm-hmm. a bunch in the movie. He yells at Edison, which I liked. The teacher 
poo-poos his asking of a question, which means Fra- Franklin asks a lot of questions. Yeah. yeah, he's that kid. He's a cool kid. Yeah. And, uh, no, he eventually, she calls on him, right? No, oh, no, she, she's like, she I can't wait him. to hear this one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She does. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. he gets the whole class to laugh out loud at her. Like, do you have a Valentine? Right, right. And then the whole class erupts, and it's like, everybody fucking loves Franklin. That's Franklin. not that funny, but we're yeah. all loving, laughing because yeah. we love you, Franklin. Franklin yes. knew yes. his audience. He knew this <laughs> is going to kill it, yeah. and it did. Yeah. Yeah. Baller. He's so cool. And if so that cool. didn't work, the backup was shirt over the face. Shirt over the face, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. Works every time. Armpit fart. Yes. <laughs> Franklin's backpack is for sure a disaster. Just papers He has crumpled. executive functioning problems. His t-shirts every day after he gets back from school are just so loose in the neck from yeah. some like physical activity. Yeah. That... yeah. His his mouth is red yeah. from high C. All over. All over. <laughs> Oh, man. Dempsey visits the flower shop. Mm-hmm. He pulls the classic uh, Jeff Daniels, like, I am a doctor. Ashton Kutcher doesn't seem like a very shrewd businessman. He lets people cut in line. He lets kids, like, pay $16 for a $55 bouquet. He's willing. How is he not losing well, he's money? he's cutting costs on wardrobe because his shirt and sweatshirt were white, and they got washed in with red stuff, and he's like, you know what? I'll hang on to this garment <laughs> yeah. and wear it on Valentine's Day. Jennifer garment. Oh, Whoa. that's an ad. Write that down. <laughs> Jennifer's garments. Do you like custom tailored garments that perfectly contour your every curve and bulge? Do you also hate having everyone in your life know about your custom tailored garment? Your spouse, your mistress, your heterosexual male companion, your apothecary, your cobbler, your fishmonger, your shaman, your motorcycle coach, etc. Well, then I'm here to tell you about Jennifer Garments. At Jennifer Garments, the name of the game is discretion. You place your order for whatever garment tickles your fancy from their collection of garments. Then you're given a distinct alias. The letters in that alias can be rearranged to form either an adjective, noun, verb, prepositional phrase, conjunction, adverb, or proper noun. Once you've unlocked the correct word, you'll take that word to your corresponding local library and use it as a master key to unlock a code sequence, which you'll use to locate the matching book. Applying the correct numerical sequence to that book will give instructions to locate the locker at a public venue located in the city which the publisher was, is, or will be domiciled as their principal place of business. After you unlock the code to that locker, you'll find your custom tailored garment from Jennifer's Garment. So go do. Yeah, he he says, he like, I'll... I'll, I'll... I'll practice discretion for you, no problem, Dempsey. You're banging someone on the side. He alludes to a florist code. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which I'd like the to learn more about. florist code. <laughs> Thou shall not prick. <laughs> yeah, but then but then Dempsey, like rightfully so, is like, hey, like, why are you trying to get up all of my business? I thought we we're going to be discreet here. He's like, is that your wife? Is that your girlfriend? Yeah, is this lady? Is that lady? Intrusive and judgmental questions. Yeah. And then he betrays the florist code when he ultimately yeah. tells Jennifer Gardner. He should Gardner, have his florist license revoked. He really should. You are revoked. <laughs> Kushard's, uh, Ashram Kutcher's conflicted about this. The Kushman? The Kushman. From Prompt? Um, <laughs> Prompt? Ashton Kushner. Ashton Ketchum from MTV's Prompt? <laughs> like that Prompt show with Ashton Ketchum. Uh, Emma Roberts' dude. He's a, he's a weenie. He is, but he pulls the classic Blink-182 playing yeah. your guitar naked. Right. Yeah, I liked that part. And, uh, that was a weird scene because you thought it was his house. And it's her house. Yeah, why would he go mom? to her house? Like, that's that's ballsy. Yeah. She, just taking her word for it, like, my parents aren't going to be there. 
get naked in my house. And like really overdo it with the flowers and just make my room clearly that someone else has been here. Right. Well, okay. You know? Did he get the flowers from Ashton Kutcher? So no, that was a deleted Because if he did. It's the biggest they florist did. shop in LA, of course he did. Well, I'm saying if he did, he didn't do a good job dethorning them because no, he, he steps didn't. on one of the no. thorns. Not a great florist. Which, that's a pretty obvious sign that it wasn't Kutcher's shop. Yeah, he wouldn't do that. He adheres to the florist code. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Remove thy thorns. Um, Whether so, no thorn, no rain, no shut. <laughs> The biggest problem I had with that scene personally was why didn't they drive together? Like mm -hmm. we're meeting up after lunch. I'll meet you there. Like no, we're gonna drive he says, separate. He says he has to prepare. <sighs> I guess we all thought that meant he was gonna just, shave just tug it out. Yeah, I thought oh, he was, yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. He was gonna fluff it up. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Not flowers all. No, over the place. shave, shave a little. <laughs> yeah, slap yeah. it around. <laughs> I waxed my bean bag. <laughs> And then the mom, when she comes in, is just like, oh, I'm not going to let like shut yeah, the door chill. and leave. She's like, oh, let me uh, I'm just going to stay in here. and We're both going to be awkward. And well, based that could on, have turned into some good smut. That's what I was going to say. She alludes to that. Yeah. Based on the videos Kyle tells me about, <laughs> that scenario was supposed to go a lot different. Yeah, and, yeah it uh, was. Uh, what were you saying about it? Um, I was saying that the mom originally this was on IMDb trivia. Uh, she was originally supposed to take the guitar off and say, let me teach you how to play the f flute. <laughs> or let me play your flute. I, think, I don't know. I'm a, no, she says, I'm a multi-instrumentalist and I'm really good at playing the flute. And <laughs> How about a rim shot with these drumsticks? Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, it's, a, whole, it's a whole scene. Yeah, I read that yeah, they, they right. filmed... That's what he said earlier. Yeah. They filmed uh, three sex scenes, one with Emma Roberts, one with the mom, a weird one with the dog, yeah. and they wound up cutting all of them. Yeah. What Pushkin or what's the dog's name? Pushkin. Pushcart. Pushkin. It was a terrible dog. Terrible dog's name. What a terrible dog name. Wow. Um, we see Anne Hathaway peddling more smut. We find out the company she works for is called Naughty Nymphos. That's good smut right there. That is good smut right there. It's also good alliteration. Also, then this is where Queen Latifah like finds out that this is what she's, she's been cool doing all day. She's yeah, cool she's like, it. all right. She's a she's a queen. Yeah. She is. She, she carries is. herself with a lot of grace yeah. and composure. You don't become a powerful female sports agent with without like just being chill as fuck you know yeah you gotta really be be down yeah, she down also waxes her beanbag yeah <laughs> i would say she runs a loose ship yeah yeah not a tight ship whatsoever no. kathy bates wouldn't have been okay with that no not with that haircut not with that haircut no no she would have been fired immediately <laughs> immediately yeah tover grace asks out anne hathaway for valentine's day they're gonna go to some some shitty dinner. Looks that looks. Weird. That place looks awful. It, looks, it was the worst. The only you, thing that would make it worse is if you like, if you were feeding out of a trough. Yeah. Like I, I like yeah. I would just hate sitting there, like on a long table with everybody next to you. There's one That's thing awful. to have a communal table, but this is like you're six inches apart. Yeah. There's no space for anyone. It's so difficult not to participate in other conversations, not oh to yeah. uh, like keep your voice down to not have anyone yeah. hear you talk. It's like, getting torture. up to the bathroom, you have to walk behind like eight people, like you're in the movies. I. It's one of my biggest fears. That scene really riled up a lot of fear <laughs> yeah, and anxiety. Yeah, just, totally. I don't want to be there. The elbow, <laughs> like just elbows touching yes, each other. Elbows. Oh, yeah. The water glass incident. That's yep. clearly a thing. And like, how did he do that? That guy's sitting across from him diagonally. How do you accidentally drink? His I don't water? think Topher Grace has ever been to a restaurant. Yeah. No, he's from Muncie, and they don't have restaurants. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you Indiana piece of shit. You can tell he's garbage, and he is. Uh, Sean Jackson, superstar quarterback, he rear-ends George Lopez, <laughs> yeah. not in a gay way, <laughs> in an automobile. Whoa, uh, that's like an allusion to later in the movie. A lot of that's, foreshadowing. Yeah, that's the first time you see him. 
we know he rear likes end the somebody, rear end. but not the last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, George Lopez loses his shit. A lot of flowers fall out of the car, including that nerd Edison's flowers. Good. Yeah. Thank God. Fucking great. Wow. I kind of want to give my clutch award to George Lopez now for ruining Edison's Valentine's Day because not a bad call. Really, hate that's that a good kid. one. Not a bad. Keep that call. in mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ashton Kutcher delivers the flowers to Jennifer Gardner. Who's teaching eight-year-olds about protons and electrons. I don't <laughs> think that's in the curriculum. Kutcher has to talk to her outside. He's gonna, he plans on telling her about Dempsey and his yeah. philandering. She says, kids, teach yourselves. I'll be back. She leaves Edison in charge. Another sign that this guy's a narc nerd weenie. Yeah, and then Edison like tells someone, like, shut up and listen and like, you know, do your work. And it's just like, you fucking... Joke. Yeah, no, he, he like, immediately reprimands someone who's yeah. like trying to have a fun time while the yeah. teacher's out of the room. On one hand, I respect it because, you know, when I'm put in a p- position of power, I, you know, it goes I'll, straight to your head. I'll do a card yeah. calm for two. Yeah. That's, you know, I get yeah, it. You, yeah. <laughs> but also, you suck. I wouldn't have done that as an eight year old. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're stern but fair. <laughs> yeah. And I like that. Kutcher pusses out on telling her, which is pretty frustrating. I understand the dilemma, though, because. He did adhere to the florist code. He okay. promised. No. He gave him his oath. No. We find out Emma Roberts is the babysitter for that nerd Edison. He's butthurt that the flowers that he couldn't even afford and underpaid for weren't delivered. Uh, Kutcher comes home, finds Jessica Alba packing up all of her shit. She said, no more, no more engagement, no more engagement. <laughs> She's not interested anymore. I thought she handled it very well. I thought it was a very realistic portrayal of someone who just got ambushed when she was sleeping. Now I'm When I've had no. time to think about it. Yeah. No, fuck no. Look at you in your stupid pink hat. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm not marrying you, goddamn florist. I'm Jessica Alba. <laughs> and so she she's got to work from home. She I'm assuming. she works for a company that pays her to just dial sex phone numbers all day <laughs> to increase the yeah. uh, the traffic. So she has a couple characters. She does one Vladimir, <laughs> one's, uh, one's the other guy, Southern, Southern Tulip. Yeah, <laughs> Timmy from South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. So she's yeah, it's it's a fun side plot. Okay. Uh, Kutcher talks to George Lopez about stopping Garner. He goes to the airport. We see the doorman from Seinfeld at the Southwest counter. Yes. John <laughs> Dorman? Not John Dorman. <laughs> Different Dorman. Larry Miller. Larry Stockton? Not Larry. Don't Google Larry Stockton. <laughs> Some good smut, bro. It's, it's a gross smut. Is what it is. <laughs> That's filthy <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> Scat guy. <laughs> <laughs> Scat man. <laughs> but he does... Uh... <laughs> You like music, so it makes sense. That's true. <laughs> we see we see Edison's soccer game, and he's stretching like a forty year old man, getting ready to play like pickup basketball. Yeah. He's doing the calf stretch, like leaning mm-hmm. against the pole, and it's like, who I mean, are you, kid? Good, good starting that early, but, but he's also it, a weenie. He doesn't have muscle. He's no, not pulling no, a calf true. muscle. He's obviously not working hard on that field because the the referee slash coach, mm-hmm. I guess, is giving him a hard time. Coach teacher. The coach teacher. Yeah, <laughs> coach teacher is giving him a hard time. No, he sucks at soccer. This is another social thing that he's been outcast from by his peers. Yeah. Well, Franklin <laughs> overshadows everyone. He's a cool kid. Yeah. This is this is Franklin's scene. Franklin puts his shirt over his face again. Yeah. He stops a goal and says, not in my house. Because he's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love it. He's He's the man. Uh, Jamie Foxx visits Jessica Biel. She's all sad because it's Valentine's Day. And nobody's coming to her party. And that's a fun plot. Are you okay? Uh, do I look okay? Should we call a doctor? How? It's this day. Christmas, New Year's, Fourth of July. She's fine. Valentine's Day, not so good. What are you doing tonight, Calvin? Oh, uh, 
I'm actually here about the Sean Jackson interview, but um, we could talk. <laughs> Relax, I'm not asking you out. I'm just curious. How are you spending this happiest of all days? No, let me just... You sure you don't want to call somebody? I just want to know if, in fact, I am the only person on the whole freaking planet who is completely and 100% alone on Valentine's Day. Yeah, no. Girls I like her. Valentine's I day. like her as a sad, mopey piece of shit. The nerd bitch is about the flowers, and Shirley MacLaine tells Alan Arkin, Alan Alda, which one is it? One of them. One of the one yeah. of the Allens. Yeah. She comes clean that she's been cucking him for years with his old business partner Joey. That <laughs> that was had to hurt. What a bummer. And then he storms well done, off, Mr. Arkin. He storms off to go to the cemetery to watch his wife's movies. Where she's yeah, kissing other a, men. Yeah, that's, that's a, a strange, that's strange way to girl. cope. <laughs> that's weird that they don't talk. Previously, they don't talk about her being like a movie star or an actress. Yeah, it's like only revealed in that scene, and it's not even like revealed, revealed. Yeah, it's just like alluded to. And I've seen movies at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. It's like Taxi Driver, Scream, very classic movies that people want to go see. Not some like 1950s romance with Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, no one's packed. no one's yeah. screening so that, let alone showing yeah, up. Yeah, that's the question that I have is like, because that was confusing for me. It's is she confusing. is she just playing Shirley MacLaine? I said the same thing. Because yeah. Shirley yeah. MacLaine is in that movie. Yeah, it's very clear that it's Shirley MacLaine. Like it's an actual Shirley MacLaine movie. So is she playing a character? Or is she playing like a version of herself? And then in the movie, you see her kiss a person on screen, which right. also had to this hurt if that falls. is her. And you're devastated about this. And It's just a reminder of her infidelity. Uh, Garner shows up to the hospital, asks the nurses about Dempsey, and the nurses break the nurse code. Well, <laughs> the, the, the secondary nurse has to get permission from the from lead the madam, nurse yeah. Yeah, first. Yeah. And then the lead nurse gives her a little nod that she can reveal Dempsey's uh, yeah. personal information. I would have liked if the lead nurse ran that up to Kathy Bates and was like, can yeah. I, you know, because she's calling no, all the No, but shots. Kathy Bates would not allow that. No, she, she runs you, a tight you can, no, yeah. they, so You the, can't break ranks. You can't break the code with Kathy the nurse, Bates. Fair. The nurse gives a look to the older nurse who then gets on the phone. She calls Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah makes a phone call to Kathy Bates. She gives the okay. Yeah. And then somehow, it goes back all somehow the, way to the phone the lines get mixed up, and Anne Hathaway's <laughs> just doing weird sex things with them. Yeah. Don't think for a second that Bates isn't running all this shit. She yeah. runs Los Angeles. Yeah. In this yeah. Universe. She's the kingpin. Uh, yeah. She's pulling all the strings. This was a confusing part of the movie when Kyle and I watched it because we thought she had gone to San Francisco. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not clear that she stays in yeah. L.A. Plus, it's if, insane. If Dempsey really was sincere and had to go to San Francisco for work, why is she gonna surprise? Like, what's he gonna surgery? I have to do a heart transplant. Actually, my yeah. date showed up. We'll do that transplant tomorrow. You'll be fine. Shitty like, advice from Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Yeah, but shitty, shitty for her to follow it. Uh, yeah, Sean, no one cares. Yeah. Sean Jackson holds a big gay press conference. <laughs> <laughs> I call this chapter Sean Jackson's big gay press conference. Which good for him. Yeah. Good for the movie. Uh, Dempsey has his uh, Valentine's Day dinner and and it served with a nice order of comeuppance. <laughs> yeah, Garner shows I up. I see what you did there. Yeah, dirty lying pig uh, dish that she describes yeah. sounds delicious. Yeah, pulverized pig nuts. It's <laughs> such a lighthearted, heartedly done comeuppance. Oh yeah, yeah. Of just 
painting a gruesome picture, but like not really. No. Dempsey yeah. doesn't give a fuck. Why isn't she like it would be worse if she just confronted him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, told the that would have been much worse. Yeah. yeah, my big question was, does the wife know? She, she knows from the wind up part. When she does that, that's the clue. That's the tell because he also gave his wife a wind up part. Exactly. <laughs> this guy's a cheap piece of <laughs> yeah. shit. Well, the worst thing that Jennifer Garner does in that is she uh gets a couple lobster tails and charges it to his bill. Yeah. Classic just Julie Robert move from I don't know anything. <laughs> Runaway Bride. I don't know. You just don't know such anything. A, such a conspiracy theory. Like if they had made that scene realistic, Contact. it would have been a real fun scene of in the fucking asshole. You know, just, her and Denzel yeah. do that same thing in the Pelican Brief. There's no, nothing to really tell about. Bradley them. Cooper and Julia Roberts land. He gives her his car service to go wherever she needs to go. We still don't know where these two are. Are final no. destinating to. <laughs> Um, then we get a piggyback scene at the Indian restaurant. Strange place for Jessica Biel to have her anti-Valentine's yeah. Day party. Like it's it's there every year apparently. Well, and I that, mean it's probably a bomb rest uh, Indian restaurant. It's just but it's like I feel like it would be bizarre for them where it's like we do like fine dining and Indian weddings, mm -hmm. and like you want to do your anti-Valentine's Day party yeah. here with a pinata. It's just gonna be confusing for everybody. Jessica Biel earlier in the movie looks at the RSVP list and sees that no one's attending. Ballsy move to still be like, it's on. But <laughs> like, it, not it, not it, like it, I'm canceling my reservation. It that's pays off for her. Done in yeah. that situation also. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking care. I'm gonna yeah, do what I, I wanna do. It pays <laughs> off for her because yeah, it turns into a real yeah. fun time. Topher Grace discovers the smut peddling. Who's making phone calls to this lady? It's very true. Well, we decided it's Jessica Alba. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's, she's calling paying, She's paying off all of uh, yeah. Anne Hathaway's student loans. There's two paid we, phone call services so, going back and forth. So who's, who's paying Jessica Alba to make these calls? Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Which, from orders, orders from Kathy Bates. <laughs> It all trickles back up to Bates. Exactly. If we had some string and we had yeah. some, some thumbtacks, yeah. we'd figure it all out. Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. Yeah. <laughs> Topher Grace storms off with tears in his eyes and a boner in his pants. Yeah. And he goes to the cemetery where he starts hanging out with Alan Alda. And that boner just gets more firm once he arrives. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> of the cemetery. Death. Because of the death cemetery. Gets him going. Yeah. Sitting next to Paul Vogt. He's a sick pervert. <laughs> The nerd shows back up at the floral compound to yeah. get the flowers that were, were not delivered because this kid's crazy. Earlier, I told Aaron, I was like, Emma Roberts sees Edison, the fucking nerd, grabbing his bike to bike off. And she's alarmed and she chases after him because this, In kid's, a car. this kid's such a nerd that him just riding his bike as an eight-year-old is alarming. Fucking dweeb. Yeah. Absolutely. He cannot be responsible for himself. No. Jessica Biel is making a complete mess of herself at the piggyback dinner. Yeah. And Jennifer Garner shows up and hits the pinata. And we finally get the Seventh Heaven Alias crossover event we've been waiting for. Absolutely. Yeah. I know it's, I have. It's taken a while, but we got there. I kept if thinking. If only we had the Dark Angel crossover in there Chris as Angel, well. The mind freak. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. That would have yeah. been great. That was a lot of pinata. A lot of pinata. <laughs> <laughs> so Emma Roberts sees the nerd in the florist van that Ashton Kutcher's driving. Rightfully so is pretty alarming. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But but that's weird the to fact see him in a florist van. Probably going to get diddled. No, for sure he's yeah. going to get diddled. Yeah. Which also, though, thinking about the scenario and how it actually played out, Ashton Kutcher has a kid arrive at his florist shop and says, like, yeah, let's go, kid. Like, there's no parent there. There's no adult. It's not, hey, where's your your parents? You should right. get home. Like, it's like, let me get get in the van and I'll he's, take you wherever. Yeah. He's so confident that he would not get accused of being a diddler. Like, let's say Paul Vogt. Vo 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 Paul Voigt. Let's, let's say, say John Voigt. 
to make it easier well, for the audience. Big Paul Voigt, Voigt, if he was the florist and he took the kid in the van, he'd be like, that's creepy. This guy's taking it. But Ashton right. Kutcher, good looking guy. That's not creepy. He's a yeah, good he's guy. He's helping out this yeah. kid. God forbid George Lopez takes him for a ride. No, then, Why that's, you crying, then it's the man? news. Then it's an Amber Alert. Yeah. <laughs> and also, how did the kid know where the one know where where she was? Because this kid's nuts. <laughs> yeah, like how oh, did he's they, a stalker. How did they know to go to the Indian stalker, restaurant? Yeah. I was playing it out through my head because the his friend from the class, the Indian girl that works at the restaurant, is like Which this lady that's throws be a party. The labor law situation, <laughs> yeah. right? I think if your parents own it, it's like you can't just like stay at home. I did yeah. go to the Seven Eleven nearby a few weeks ago, and like a kid was working the register, like a twelve year old. Yeah, that was bizarre. Well, he's not getting paid, so it's. I don't think it so like, violates labor. any. Yeah, I don't think it violates <laughs> any labor. It builds character, is what it's. But I internship. Yeah. Um, Jamie Fox crashes the lonely lady dinner, and he is killing it. Fox in the hen house. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, the ratio is about twenty to one. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, whoever he wants. He's got a. Big black cockiness to him. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. He's singing. He's playing the piano. He's working the room. It would have been funny if there's those deleted scenes where, like he solves a Rubik's cube. He does a yeah, crossword. Yeah. He does like all this. He also like, juggles. Yeah. He yeah. writes code. Like he's yeah. just like this guy's talented. Yeah. Shirley MacLaine makes a big scene at the cemetery while she interrupts the Shirley MacLaine movie that they're all watching. I so wish, bizarre. I wish so badly Pollard was here to tell us just how egregious this decorum is. Yeah. It's very, yeah, very yeah. unthoughtful. Pollard would have had a big the issue uncouth, with disrupting yeah, the movie. The uncouth. <laughs> Even if you're in it, you can. Yeah. Moral move. Uh, so the nerd shows up to the dinner. He gets to give the flowers to Jennifer Garner, which we find out that's his big crush, and it's course you're in love with your teacher right and if if i'm that teacher i'm just thinking like god i hope like i need this kid's parent i need witnesses she tries to uh pawn him off on the indian girl because that's convenient right you guys are the same age and they both like frank zappa so they both are weird yeah Yeah. fucking psychos yeah Uh, her parents are not going to be okay with it no. No, this, no, yeah, no, 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 no. She needs a her, nice Indian boy. Her final destination's already been determined. Absolutely. <laughs> Emma Roberts calls off the sex. The Taylor and Taylor, they kiss. Queen Latifah's phone sexing with uh, Vladimir. That's fun mm-hmm. and unnecessary. Changes it up for him. Yeah. Kyle mentioned how that was unnecessary, and he's right. They just needed, yeah. they wanted more Latifah. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Fox gives his big, it's okay to be gay speech. Oh, yeah. Good for him to, to he, validate that. In a very 2010 way, he says it's okay to be gay, but he also makes a joke about "Don't come on to me." Yeah, which he says, "I stand." 2010-ish. He yeah. says, "I stand behind you." Metaphorically, yeah. he also says, "Like there's a lot of questions now that he's come out. Will there be more house music played in the locker room?" So there's still gay jokes. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's with the it's not okay totally now. approving <laughs> yeah, of right. gay people, but like kind of on it. Very yeah. 2010. Yeah, exactly. Kind of progressive, but not quite. Yeah. Topher Grace and Anne Hathaway, they make up, and then they make Whoopi. It's like Do we get believe. to see them bang? We don't see any penetration. Uh, I, is bad bite. So Ashton Kutcher and Jennifer Garner decide they're too old to find true happiness. We have a good thing. Let's settle. Why don't we just do it? Yeah, yeah we both got devastated today. Yeah. Let's not rush into probably an ill-advised relationship that we've always been best friends. But She said, no, let's. Yeah, they kiss <laughs> awkwardly. Yes. <laughs> 
Because nobody likes Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Or Ashton slog. Kutcher. I think uh, they should both just jump over the railing. Fox and Beale hook up. You see Jessica Alba again for that, some reason. No, I think the I think the Fox and, and Beale is a good it's a good match. They were in stealth together. A lot. That'd be a fun yeah. one to do stealth. I'm all in. Never saw it. Jessica Alba is <laughs> Seems sad. like it'd be good yeah. though. Dempsey's eating pizza in a hotel by himself, which looks like he's happy because he doesn't give a fuck. No, he Probably he's a like, hot and ready. Finally, I can just fucking relax by myself and eat a pizza. Yeah, and, and I don't like, have the wife and kid to, 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 to drag me down. Yeah. I don't have the girlfriend to stress no, me out he's, anymore. He's eating that pizza thinking, how do I get revenge on Kathy Bates? I how know she's I the get... one who made this yeah. happen. Right. <laughs> this is, how do I bring down the queen This bee? has nah. Bates all over yeah. it. She's pulling, she's pulling all the strings. Yeah. And it makes sense. finally see Julia Roberts. Her kid is Edison. Yeah. yeah. The whole movie, we're like, where's Julia Roberts yeah. going? And it's... And you go, oh, no. The imbecile Edison. There. So she's to blame for Edison. The end. And then we get the credits <laughs> and the bloopers, which I'd like to talk about for yeah, a second. Yeah, do that, yeah. Um, I was so happy when the credits came on because it was a really long movie and I was just waiting for it to end. But then when the bloopers came on, I got so excited because I love bloopers. And I was like, fuck yeah. And they were the worst bloopers Absolutely. ever. They were I actually didn't watch that part. Explain it to me. Oh, my God. They're like so inoffensive and just lame. Mm -hmm. Like it really pissed me off how bad they were. They were, there were some not Taylor funny. Swift bloopers. They were clearly <sighs> scripted bloopers. Four of the ten bloopers are Ashton Kutcher just not getting his seatbelt to work. Okay. Taylor Swift is like, I'm Taylor and I'm Taylor. Yeah, we know it's confusing. Using. I was laughing out loud. You guys describing, it was horrible. yeah, you guys describing it to me makes me want to leave right now. <laughs> the end. Yeah, Anne Hathaway uh, knocks over a moped. That's that. funny. The what would have been cool is if they showed <laughs> is if they showed Taylor Lautner doing some Jackie Chan style bloopers. Yeah. No, that's what I was hoping for. I was like, oh, maybe yeah, this will be rush yeah, hour. Like, that would have been cool. Like doing a couple flips and falling and like breaking fall, his like, butt. Legs over the, the uh Yeah, scorpioning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, that oh. would have been sick. Right in the beanbag. You know that wasn't the first <laughs> Freshly <day>. shaved beanbag. <laughs> yeah, all of Taylor Swift's I other dances. I tailored my beanbag. <laughs> yeah. The end. The yeah. end. All right, great. The end. Hey, all you super shoppers out there. Are you ready to save big with some coupon clipping? No more waiting in line for the hot new items on Black Friday or leaving your child disappointed at Christmas because you couldn't afford to pay full price. Well, look no further because Kathy's Rebates is the only coupon subscription service you'll need. For only $4.99 a month, we'll send you the premier coupons across all major retailers, including Big Five, Dick Sporting Goods, REI, Bass Pro Shop, and more. That's a lot of sporting goods stores. I understand your concern, but fear not, because Kathy's rebates can help you save on tons of diverse items across all departments. Whether you're looking for secondhand bait, tackle, lures, spinners, rods, weights, bobbers, sinkers, leaders, flies, or just some extra fishing line, Kathy's rebates has got something for you. I'm not going to lie, that didn't satisfy my concerns at all. Sounds like it's $4.99 for select coupons specifically geared towards used fishing equipment. Spoken like a true novice rebater. Come join the masturbators and become an elite penny pincher so you can save up for that new boat you've been wanting and subscribe to Kathy's Rebates, the only monthly subscription service offering the best coupons on various used or defective fishing equipment. I don't know if I'm going to sign up. 
let's consummate categories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with liberty and justice for all. You uh, may be seated. Do you guys, do you care if we start with the best scene I saw for a change? I mean. That's really thoughtful of you. I appreciate I wanna that. I want to ask because I, I know I stepped on a lot of toes last episode. I'd love to start with the best scene I saw. That's my Okay. Vote. Brandon? Yeah, I'll second that. Kyle, what do you got, buddy? The best scene I saw was when Ashton Kutcher goes into the house to drop something off, right? Mm -hmm. He finds Jessica Alba packing up her stuff to leave him. Yeah, I remember that scene. Right? That had, had, that had to hurt. Packing her stuff. He I thought did. like she was in in this you know engagement, and she's all the way out. Yeah. But what I loved about it is that when he steps outside, George Lopez is fishing on a bridge, <laughs> like into a canal, <laughs> like not a. It's for sure a man-made, for sure water structure. It's a bridge lake. It's yeah, the, exactly. It's <laughs> the same canal that they uh, visit in uh, Role Models. Yes, it's the yeah. same place wow. in L.A. that uh, you right. know Sean William Scott it gets yelled at yeah. by ronnie or something and it's implied that this is you know by far the busiest day in the florist in any florist life <laughs> yeah and, and yet he feels like he fish and he I, also ashton kutcher feels like he can call it a half day yeah he's like i'm yeah. taking off at three yeah i just like he was just dropping something off and george lopez is like this is my chance to fish let me get my pole yeah like, like i i always i never go anywhere without got, my rod yeah he has it he has I it gotta in the truck. start fishing if we're taking a moment i'm fishing <laughs> I got two minutes. Yeah, I might catch something. <laughs> I would have liked if he was like in further regalia, like the vest and the fish hat and a he's got the box. shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's the this guy shoes. fishes. He's not just a uh, real. He's doing fly fishing. Yes. <laughs> he's got his whole. Yeah, he's got the bait that he's he's picking Real out. smooth and quiet, and he's just yeah. he's got like a toothpick. Like he's, that's his thing. He's got a bucket of like twelve fish. Yeah. He's caught a bunch. We call it urban fishing, and they're big fish. They're like impressive trout. tuna. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go with the piggyback uh, mm-hmm. restaurant scene. As you guys know, I'm fascinated with everything that has to do with India. So mm-hmm. in this scene, I just it tickles me right where I itch. It scratches me it's right where the I taint? itch. Yeah, yeah. scratch this scene scratches my no, taint, tickled and I taint. love it. Well, either way, I was pleased. Uh, I loved seeing the Indian wedding going on at the same time I'm as just, like everything else. I'm just glad your taint was pleased. Yeah, I am glad too. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are so concerned with my taint. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I also have the Indian dinner. Yes, the lonely lady dinner. The piggyback dinner. The piggyback dinner. There's, uh, we get like the most characters together in that scene. From yeah, the movie. exactly. It's the equivalent of uh, all the Game of Thrones characters coming together finally. Right. We get the seventh heaven alias crossover event that yeah. we've all been waiting for of a lifetime. Yeah. Which yeah. we get. Jamie Foxx just killing it. Yeah. Everyone wants a box of his chocolates. Box of his fox? Yeah. Everyone wants the- <laughs> My fox in a box. Everyone would eat that fox box. They want to munch on that fox yeah. box? Everyone would- <laughs> Uh, we get Franklin, not Frank, because he's so cool. We get Edison. I can't stop thinking about him either. I haven't stopped thinking <laughs> about Franklin. He's the best. We get to see Edison get rejected by his teacher, which is fun. You know what I, I'm kind of sad about now that I'm reflecting on it is that as much as I love Franklin, you know, there's a Daniel Stern quote that talks about giving up things as you get older and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of losing yourself a little bit. And I feel like, you know, once he hits middle school, it's like, I'm not Franklin, I'm Frank. And then he yeah. grows up to be Frank, and Douche that guy's just Frank. a dick. Yeah, yeah. And like in college, it's <laughs> yeah. Frank the Tank. Yeah, he lost his right. Franklinness, and that's a bummer. No, you're right. He yeah. definitely skips over a Frankie 
Yeah. He's not a Frankie. He's cool no. until like 13 and then he turns into a dick. He's yeah. going to be like a stockbroker or investment banker. Yeah. 100%. Of course. Yeah. He's a successful, confident young man. Yeah. Yeah. Ferrotech all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Pump and dump, baby. <laughs> uh, let's move on to how do you do that? How do, do you do, do what you do to me? How do you do what you do to me? I'm feeling blue. Wish I knew how you do it to me. Brandon, how do you do that? I just wonder how Anne Hathaway didn't get fired for doing her side hustle while she's on the clock at work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I've had bosses where, like, if you go to the bathroom for too long, they get upset because no, yeah, you're getting paid for that shit. I do. Feel, I also feel yeah. uncomfortable when I've taken too long in the restroom. I'm like, yeah, yeah. someone's I mean, going to say something about yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> but she's just going ahead and working her other job while she's... Uh, She's Queen Latifah's aid, yeah, she's yes, exactly. So, what does that mean? Like, she ga- she gives out different numbers to right? these people. Maybe they're like scheduled appointments. But she's like, call me at on my work. No, maybe line. she's doing calls. Oh, like, like she has, she has to call like, them at one. I call Vladimir. That's that still would, really ballsy to do that. That would, that would really poke a hole in our Jessica Alba theory, though. If she's doing the outbound calling, no, because it still yeah. could be Jessica Alba that's that's so scheduling Jessica Alba scheduling the appointments. Yeah, for. For Anne Hathaway to call her yes. because Kathy Bates needs to take down Patrick Dempsey. Exactly. <laughs> you finally get the movie. Yes. All right. The strings and the yeah, thumbtacks, they've all right. connected. Um, my, how do you do that? How did Dempsey just play it so cool at that restaurant? Yeah. I don't yeah, admire He just the went act. along with it. I admire how cool he is and how much he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Just smiling and pouring champagne while he's being. Yeah. His world doesn't, he, doesn't he say to her at one point, like, oh, this bread is cold. Can I get yeah. some more? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, like we talked about, Jennifer Garner's speech is not that, like, triumphant. It's very much playful it and fun. Yeah. 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 It's like, okay, this this is not going anywhere, is what yeah. he's thinking. Very PG 13. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she doesn't have the balls yeah. to do this. She won't step on this. She doesn't have the beanbag. Not at all. <laughs> Um, going back to the Indian restaurant scene, how did Jessica Biel not get kicked out of the Indian restaurant? She reserved a huge section of this restaurant on the busiest day of the year for restaurants. No one is there. She hasn't ordered any food or drinks. And when her first guest arrives extremely late, she brings takeout from another restaurant. She brings in lobsters. Uh, Not only that, Jennifer Garner smashes the pinata everywhere and just makes a shit show out of the place. Like, that's three demerits. You're out of here. You're not spending money. You brought in other food. And now you're making a mess. Yeah, no one's attending. (laughs) Having the the beanbag to hang the pinata still (laughs) pretty impressive yeah i agree i mean i i assume it's more of like a deposit thing where it's like if you want to reserve the space you have to put down this much money but i think you you still have to spend a certain amount no yeah i agree yeah it's 200 dollars to reserve it but then you have to spend a thousand yeah two drink minimum let's move on to that had to hurt I think it had to hurt Alan Alda when he found out he was being cucked by Joey, his former business partner. No, I completely agree. That's, <laughs> that's devastating. That yeah. is, that's after 62 years of marriage or whatever it might be. Yeah, when that time. when that happens early on in your relationship, it's frustrating because you're betrayed. When it happens mm-hmm. and you find out 40 years later, presumably, that's devastating. You think back of all the time you wasted, all of the other women you probably could have had. You're yeah. Alan Alda, for crying out loud, yeah. or Alan Arkin. Uh, you were in MASH. You were in MASH and Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was gonna say his business partner's probably dead. Mm -hmm. So he can't, there's no uh, no kind of retribution that he can get, no closure that he can get with that one. So it would have been funny if you saw him kick over like the tombstone and you're like, yeah. oh, that must be Joey. Or he's, yeah. like, <laughs> he's like kicking a stone and like, yeah. he's like, pissing, piss, on, pissing yeah. on the grave. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that must be Joey, his old uh, business partner. And one of the Do things, one of the things that really God. bothered me about it was the resolution where she's at the thing and she's just like, you need to love all of me. And like, that's what love is. And like, you it's like, fuck you. Yeah. You don't well, get to say this. He's a cuck. What do you expect? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I yeah, didn't think about that. He still went to a graveyard to watch her movie. Yeah, he's a piece <laughs> of shit. He's yeah. a glutton. He's just like, yeah, he's submissive. He's a glutton yeah. for punishment. Yeah, everyone kind of sucks in this movie. It would have been fun yeah. if he had sex with Emma Roberts. That would be that fun. That would be fun, yeah. You know what I did? I went out and... <laughs> Banged the babysitter. Banged the babysitter. <laughs> and that and would be her... first time. That would be her <laughs> first time, yeah. <laughs> that's some good smut right there. Brandon. That had to hurt. Uh, that had to hurt being an 18-year-old virgin, thinking you're gonna get sex for the first time, only to have your girlfriend, who's going away to Yale next year, tell you she's not yet ready, and now you're going to be a virgin freshman at Stanford. That yeah. had to hurt. I think there's probably a lot of virgin freshmen at Stanford. I mean, probably, but like, are there a lot of them that got that close to sex? Yeah. Like, they were so close. No, at the end of the movie, the guy's like, no, we can still do it. We can make it happen. But she's, she's like, like I'm not interested really in that. Make it happen. Yeah, that's oh, that's like, such bullshit. And then she's like, we can still make out though, and it's like shades of scream, like oh, we can still be PG yeah, thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> this is 2010, so he's probably seen skulls, and he's like, she's gonna go plow Paul Walker, or Josh, right, Jackson, right, or right, Alan Alda, Nelson, or any of these <laughs> other guys. Yeah, CTN. I know where she's headed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Kyle. That had hurt. Uh, being Julia Roberts had to hurt. First off, we see her in an army uniform, which she changes out of into very comfortable clothing, which that had to hurt being that dumb to board the plane in your uniform right, just to change right. at the very end of it. No, because she needed to get priority boarding. Uh, but you have to have ID or something. Still. Still. If she shows up in fatigues, they're going to let her go. <laughs> changes. Yes, then she no doesn't need an ID. Yeah. Yeah. Change as soon as you get on the plane. She waits until it's landing, like 12 hours later to change. Maybe. It's a long flight. It could be that the fatigues are more comfortable. Yeah, maybe she got a onesie They're custom not. made. She's got boots and camo stuff. onesie that's just like plush and very. Comfortable. When I saw her come out in the like <laughs> the very like, like the very like subdued colored sweater, I was like, that looks cozy. That's yeah, warm. You're right. No, that's a that's great. That's nice. Point. Then on top of that, she's woken up by the inquisitive asshole next to her who's trying to open the window or close the window with she's his foot. Trying to close foot. the shade. He's trying to start a conversation. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. "Are you on Through Facebook? Yeah. How long are you home?" It's just like that's my nightmare. Backgammon? Yeah, that's my nightmare. Just I have to I, sit next to this guy. I'd love to play back. Backgammon, but where are we going to get a set? Don't you worry. Yeah. He reaches up and grabs yeah. the backgammon set why don't we play, with him everywhere. Why don't we play 20 questions, <laughs> stranger? Like, God, no, not this guy. Do you want to see a magic trick? Fuck. Got your nose. <laughs> and then the real kicker is you come back from Iraq home to your son Edison, who's the nerdiest, most annoying kid yeah, on the planet. I'd stay overseas. Yeah, you, you have to spend 24 hours with Edison? I'd rather be under a bus than fucking do 20 hours with Edison. But luckily, she came back when he was asleep. So yeah. really, it's only like... An hour she spends with yeah. him, and then he falls back Anywhere and else she's is gone. better than that turd bucket's Did presence. Did she get to Edison before midnight? Because that could have been a Pappas's bad bite if she tried to get there for Valentine's Day. Mm. I think she did. Because like she's because like the a, movie's called Valentine's. She's Day. like hours away from me. Like I have to leave later today. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get home right when you fall asleep. I've planned this. You go to bed around nine. I'll get home at like nine thirty. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I have to leave at seven. You get up around six thirty, so like we'll have half an hour maybe. Yeah, do they still? She for sure makes him go to school, or he he requests to go to school the next day. Even though yeah, she's like, you can stay home. Yeah, let's have some fun. If like, I get perfect attendance, I get twenty percent off right. at the the book fair. Yeah, <laughs> I get a free Pizza Hut personal pan pizza. <laughs> he gets to be the like lunch assistant. Oh. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> he gets to wear a sash. Yeah, he gets to leave like ten minutes early before lunch to go help. What I hate a fucking that fucking nerd. I hate him. God. Let's move on to who, who organizes the reunion. Oh, that's nice. different. It's so nice to come together, to get together. Brandon, who organizes the reunion? Uh, Ashton Kutcher organizes the reunion because, because the year after the events of this movie, it's going to be Valentine's Day again. See every other <laughs> every other day. Professor P, do you want to check the math on that? Every other day, every other day of the year, Ashton Kutcher is just a lowly flower merchant. The most popular florist in LA will once again be a god among men, but on Valentine's Day, groveling at his feet, begging him just one for just one little bouquet of roses for their loved one, with paramours from all walks of life coming to him for the right price. He'll grant their requests as he pleases. I feel like you need to start over. I'm very confused. Your request <laughs> has been granted. <laughs> I'm not starting over. Wait, what's again, what's again. happening? Start all right, over. All right, Ashton Kutcher organizes the reunion. Okay. Explain. I can see that. Because the year after the events of this movie, it's going to be Valentine's Day again. Professor P, you want to check the math on that? Absolutely. Every other day of the year, besides Valentine's Day, Ashton Kutcher is just a lowly flower merchant. But on Valentine's Day, everyone flocks to him. That's the reunion that he organizes. Mm. He is, is a god among men, and paramours from all walks of life will be coming to him, groveling at his feet. Coming to him or coming on him? Pick or your coming on to him. Pick your poison. <laughs> They'll be coming to him begging for just one bouquet of roses, Cyanide. and he gets to lord over everybody as like the king of Valentine's Day. Oh, so that's what I'm saying. People flock to him, well, and he organizes the reunion. When you have a monopoly on the flower game in Los Angeles, that's like yeah, people are going to come to yeah, you. Exactly, and that's the reunion that he organizes. Uh, Kyle, who organizes the reunion? Uh, I think Jessica Biel organizes the reunion. Uh, she's clearly going to throw another I Hate Valentine's Day party the following year when she finds out Jamie Foxx had been seeing other women the whole time and thought they were just kind of messing around while she was thinking he was going to propose. Jennifer Oof. Garner is there because her awkward kiss with Ashton Kutcher was only the beginning and they realized they had no chemistry. Shirley MacLaine is there when Alan Arkin decides he can't love Oliver after learning what a lying whore she is. Who's Oliver? <laughs> Bradley Cooper shows up because now that the stud football player is out of the closet, he realizes he can really play the field and make up for lost time, etc., etc. But basically everyone in this movie is not happy, not in love, not together, and they're all getting together because no one really had a connection in this movie. No, they just forced it. Yes. <laughs> and that leads to the sequel, New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah. Just forcing it. Yeah. <laughs> the Alan Arkin story. <laughs> I think George Lopez organizes the reunion at yeah, of the civil suit when he sues Sean Jackson for rear-ending yeah. him. Yeah. Like, he, now he said it was like a joke, but no. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, my back. I'd sue him. Yeah. Get the money. He said he was just joking, but did you get it on record? Because no, now he, it's his word versus your word. That's enough. How much do you think he wins in the settlement? I yeah. think they settle for, 
I think he sues for like three million to go high, Jesus. and they settle for around eight hundred grand. Yeah, that's that's okay. insane. That's like life changing. Yeah, that's why George from Lopez one is rear doing end it. from right. like the world's most prominent gay football yeah. player. Yeah. Let's move on to the clutch award. <laughs> Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. There it is. Kyle, who wins your clutch award? My clutch award goes to the first member of the royal family. That's right. I'm giving it to Academy Award nominee Queen Latifah for bringing down the house in this film. Yes. I thought she really set it off in this movie, <laughs> and I found her performance to be just right. She's not only a badass sports agent, but she's also down to clown when it comes to phone sex. So, clutch award. Yeah. She's uh she's who Kathy Bates wishes she was. Mm. You know. No, no, no. no Kathy, Kathy Bates, Bates knows. wishes she could have a little more levity in her life. Yeah. She wishes take that, the but foot, take her arm, her hand off the throat <laughs> but she realizes yeah. that she take is the foot off the this, neck yeah take the foot off the gas pedal all of them all of those euphemisms no but kathy bates realizes that she's pulling all the strings heavy lies the crown it's the sure. sacrifice that she has to make if she wants to but i think when she goes to bed control. at night she kind of hates herself for also it, to, that she can't let go to build off of your cliche it's lonely at the top that, it's right? even it's even lonelier over the top yeah over the top I think the guy who can speak Bulgarian in the flower shop wins the clutch award. Yes. Without him, that other Bulgarian customer, you know. She's going home with tulips. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody knew no, what the fuck she was saying. There's no solution there. There's, there's no, no other iPhones around. There's to, no other flower shop in Los Angeles. This is the one. That's yeah. the only one. If you don't get them here, you're, you're out of I'm, luck. I'm also upset they didn't have a Bulgarian speaking employee on hand just in case. It's a huge shop. They should have him. They should. Yeah. They're well, really know for next. Yeah, this Ash flower shop's selling scones for crying out loud. Yeah, it's got like a coffee shop in it. Erwin Kirshner will know for next year. <laughs> Back in early 2011, two friends named Rich Tinkle and Tony Daytona had an idea: let's turn our landfills into land empties. As our trash on land builds up and destroys our Ozark layer, our seas go untouched. Their plan: let's move all our trash into the ocean and turn today's problem into tomorrow's solution. Since they hate trash so much, they decided to find someone who fit the spirit of their entrepreneurial endeavor and named their company after them. They landed on Patrick Dempsey because he seems like a douchebag and an overall trashy guy. Introducing Patrick Dumpsey. At Patrick Dumpsey, they'll take your trash for a nominal fee of $420. They'll bypass the landfill and dump that shit straight into the ocean. The best part, for every trash deposit you make, $69 will go directly to the Dads Against Male Porn Stars Foundation, or DAMP for short. So help save the planet and help support DAMP with Patrick Dumpsey. Let's move on to quotes. Kyle, what do you got? I loved, it's so relatable, it's so just fun and playful, and that's what I love about this movie is just how kind of like general humor and just like, ah, it's so relatable. Ah, I just love this line. My closest relationship is with my Blackberry. Thank God it vibrates. My closest relationship is with my Blackberry. Right. Thank God it vibrates. Oh, hey Classic line. Mm -hmm. That's just fun. That's just good old-fashioned fun. Yeah. Jessica Beale delivers it perfectly, and it's just playful. I just love it. Yeah, it approaches the line, but it doesn't cross it. No. Not even no. close. That's yeah. a lot no. of and that's how I like my humor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just Safe. right. Safe. Like, next to the line, but not over the line. I like to have a barometer of, could Jimmy Fallon 
deliver this line? Yes. And would he deliver this line? And yeah. the answer is yes to that yeah. one. My, my barometer is could Jimmy Stewart deliver this line? And DK <laughs> wow. could definitely have done You're that. You're much my, more conservative. Yeah. And it vibrates. Well, yeah. thank God that it vibrates. Mine is can Jimmy Fallon deliver this line without laughing through it? And if he can get through without laughing, I'm okay with it. If he's laughing, I know that I'm not comfortable yeah, with that. Yeah, that's crossing the line. That's crossing the line. I agree. Also, he knows Queen Latifah. He does from Taxi, <laughs> yeah. not Taxi Driver. Nope. <laughs> Buckle up for safety. Um, it's a line that she we says. will be doing Taxi. Buckle up for safety, mother. Yeah. Taxi. No, not the, not TV the series show. Taxi. Not the TV, yeah. <laughs> Brandon quotes. I'm gonna do three. You, sh- <laughs> you should know we're Jewish. Yes. Obviously, it's just yeah, a great I mean, quote. Great. Franklin's uh, speech of. Valentine's Day was a massacre in Chicago where they shot everybody and put a curse on the Chicago Cubs. That one's great. Fuck yeah, Franklin quote. God yeah. damn, yeah. I miss that and one. And Sean Jackson's <laughs> buckle up for safety. I'm gay and I'm gonna play. Yeah, it's a gr- that's gonna go on his trading card. Let's move on to what, what takes me out of the movie. What takes me out of the flick? Brandon, what takes you out of the movie? The whole Shirley MacLaine fourth wall kind of breaking Bizarre. where it's like not you're not sure if this is Shirley MacLaine, if it's somebody else. Like she didn't need to be an actress. Yeah, well it's an actual Shirley MacLaine movie. Yeah. Like that like why? That yeah. didn't need to happen. And it's again, they don't directly address it where it's like, Yeah, my wife's a famous actress. No, it's the a clunky homage. Yeah, the only reference to it is Alan Arkin's like, Oh, that's like she <laughs> she ticks all my boxes or whatever yeah. when he's talking to Topher Grace and he's like, Who, that actress? And he's like, Yeah. Like that's it. Yes. That's there's no like uh admission of like oh my wife is the actress in this movie that we're yeah. watching right now. It's not revealing it's more you hear the line you're like wait what? Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> so confused. Yeah. Again, it's like an actual Shirley MacLaine movie. Yeah. Weird. Clunky. Takes me out. Clunky homage. Didn't know what was going on. It's already a confusing movie. Like it, everything's confusing me about this movie. What day is it supposed to be? When you when you told me it's cuz he's a cuck, it all made sense. So Okay, yeah, it kind of works. I'd like sense. to see Dempsey and Shirley MacLaine get together because that'd be two alphas who don't give a fuck just finally meeting and aligning. Yeah. That would be very arousing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested in yeah. that. Yeah, and then you realize Shirley MacLaine is Kathy Bates' best friend and she's just setting up Dempsey. She's so he to can fail. fail the wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. She's pronounced consignee. <laughs> what takes me out of the movie... On the plane, it's mentioned that Bradley Cooper had syrup and pancakes. Mm. We're supposed to believe this guy eats sugar and carbs? No. Mm, yeah. No, no, no. Maybe no, no, it was no, a no, cheat no, day? No, 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 no. There is no cheat day Not for while Bradley he's Cooper. Traveling. While he's traveling, he, he hydrates, and he takes his vitamins, yeah. and he tries to get on a normal sleep schedule. Pro- probably all cranberry juice, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Really urinary yeah, and tract. Then, <laughs> and then they go so far as to say, again, to hammer it home, I want a bag of pretzels. No. He doesn't want more carbs. No. No, 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 no. Do you have cheese or almonds? Because that's all I'm going to eat. I'm yeah. protein loading right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He he would do one of the like the ones that's like two egg whites and Yeah, dates the RX. And, yeah. Like, yeah, yep, yep. that's what Those he does. The ones. Yeah. What takes me out of the movie, there's a scene where Jamie Foxx is with this cameraman and he just kind of leaves to go to Jessica Beale's office. He just crosses the street. The next scene, he's in that office, like he's just there, but he left on foot. The cameraman is now the TV anchor. He took it as a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> you see this cameraman moments later at the high school interviewing Taylor Swift. Yep. And he's got a new cameraman. The yeah. cameraman had a cameraman in that scene. And then. There's always two. <laughs> 
And then moments later, they're at the coming out speech. And the cameraman is now the cameraman again. And Jamie Foxx is now the news canker. The third camera what happened to the other cameraman? Down. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're just all running around L.A. all day, switching roles, getting extra camera guys. I it's crazy. The third yeah. cameraman was like, this is so I don't want to do this shit. They never use me. I just sit in the van. Yeah. Like yeah. This yeah, day, yeah. he finally got action. He's the so, understudy. I was thinking he was the driver. It was just like, he's driving them in the van. And like now he's promoted. Okay. It's just everyone's moving up the ladder. Sure, that, that Kathy Bates sense. is like <laughs> making sure that this is. Yeah, all Kathy awesome. Bates sits him down. Like, look, you prove yourself. You do a couple of favors. You sure, you're a you driver up. now, but you'll be a backup cameraman in no time. Take a seat. Fix him a drink. <laughs> Bates just <laughs> controlling the room. Yeah, straight out of the Irishman. This the first cameraman also like that wasn't a literal promotion. He said, <laughs> "Hold on to this." Like mm-hmm. he immediately went to a high school and started. Yeah, he decided to create girls. his own content. Yeah, which was that's very weird. That's a pervy move. I'm gonna, my story is going to be hot <laughs> high school underage kids making yeah. out. Especially when you look like he does. Yeah. Like he, oh, he looks yeah. like a creepy pervert. Oh, yeah, sure. he does. As and soon as you're as soon as you're losing your hair, you cannot be seen around high school kids. And he gets terrible content. He gets the awkward Taylor Swift dance. He gets yeah. them like talking about how in love they are and making out on camera. No, yeah. later than That's just yeah. good smut for him. Once they edit it later on, it's like drug craze fueling the high schools in LA. And it's just like an image of Taylor Swift dancing. Uh, yeah. When he shows that footage to Bates later at the station, like that's the last anyone saw of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He disappeared after yeah. that. Kathy Bates demoted him to the sub basement. Yeah. She symbolically like ripped off his uh, decal that like for the station, and then like he never saw him again. Yeah. yeah. She she cuts his string of yeah. fate. Yeah. He wrote a suicide note that said "I'm sorry" and that's it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's move on to McMulligans. Mom McMulligan, more Franklin. More yeah, Franklin. It's, one, it's one McMulligan. More Franklin. Yeah, he's great. He's... I'd also sprinkle in some more George Lopez. Yeah, George Lowe. Love him. G-Lo. Yeah. G-Lo. G-Lo, yeah. That was close. Well, Jorge Lopez. Yeah. And uh, you could accomplish this by losing the Taylors. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see more Edison. I'd love or Franklin. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really close to awful. No. 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 Franklin. I'd love to see more Franklin. Him blowing up firecrackers. Him, you know, kind of playing with his BB gun. Yeah. I mean, just whatever. Fun dip and getting it everywhere. Yeah. He's the kid that every day he puts glue on his hand just to dry it and peel it off. Dude, you know what he does? He for sure has a kid take him home on his bike and he stands on the pegs. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Just like drop me off. I'm the king of the world. (laughs) He accumulates lunch. He says, I'm taking something from your lunch, something from your lunch. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take your Oreos. I can also see him I can also see him packing his own lunch. Mm -hmm. So like he does a Ziploc baggie of ice cream and like not realizing that it's gonna melt. He does Mm -hmm. a couple fruit by the foots. He does like a a huge pack of saltine crackers. I would love to see the in-depth actual what goes on on Valentine's Day at the school, which is everyone gives Valentine's out. Franklin 
He doesn't give any out. He's just he collecting them. Yeah. And all yeah. the girls are like, did you get one from Franklin? Mm-hmm. No. Did you get one from Franklin? Edison no. just got that one other chick. Yeah. That likes him. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. No, they're all hoping Franklin gives yeah. him them one and he doesn't give any out. He just collects them completely. And as cool them. as Franklin is, there's also like two times during the school year where he gets in like a lot of trouble. Yeah. yeah. And you see him crying. You're like, that was weird. He's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm crying with his dad. Yeah. Like, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Franklin would be like with his little sidekick, like, give me your bandana. And then he wraps up his hand and he punches the glass <laughs> to pull it. <laughs> That's how badass he is. Yeah, he, he's, he's got street smart. He's super cool. <laughs> yeah. um, I agree with you, Aaron. Just take out the Taylors. Every other couple, every other character has some kind of arc or some kind of conflict. Th- theirs is just like a little slice of life. Mine is the antithesis to Aaron's. I do want more Franklin, but I, it's pronounced antithesis. <laughs> it's pronounced Franklin. Yes, yes. yes. My, my McFrunkigan award. Uh, it's Edison. It's always been Edison. It always will be Edison. This fucker's got Frank Zappa on his iPad. The teacher puts him in charge because he's a fucking narc. When he's playing soccer, like Brandon talked about, the referee is like, come on, Edison, get your shit together. You fucking suck. Yeah, the referee's doing that, not yeah, the coach. Yeah, not the coach. This is just a guy trying to be impartial. And he can't be because Edison and is blowing it, sucking so hard. Uh, and finally, is I don't... blowing or sucking? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and finally, I don't condone murdering children, but if we all had to choose one child to kill, I think we would unanimous, unanimously pick Edison. Do it again, do it again, do it again. If we... <laughs> I don't condone murdering children, but if we all had to pick one child to kill, unanimously, the world would choose Edison. Yes. Yeah. Totally. The problem Should started. The yeah. The problem started with him being named Edison. Yeah. My mom made a deal <laughs> with had Edison Electric that, like, if you name the kid Edison, free electricity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that sounds great. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. Not Little even did she free. know. Yeah. Julia Roberts is just all about, like, taking advantage of government deals. <laughs> she has a Chipotle tattoo on her yeah. neck. <laughs> her car is just like a state farm ad. Yeah. <laughs> she sucks. <laughs> Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Now we're going to turn our attentions to ex-local fanboy Michael Hillary for Magic Mike's Main Minute. Hey, Michael, you're on with the five guys flicking around crew. How you doing, buddy? Feeling really weird a lot of times, actually, to tell you the truth. Let's, let's, just, let's just do your Valentine's Day Minute. Is George Lopez alive? Yeah, I mean, it's from a decade ago. You're thinking now. of Carlos Mencia. He died. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I always thought George Lopez was dead, too, though. Does the title have anything to do with the movie? Yeah, it takes place on Valentine's Day. And then I was they kidding, all yeah, fucking, okay. yeah. Like, I, I, I can imagine what the movie is, yeah. And, yeah, I don't know, I, that was the joke. Like, oh, why is it called Valentine's Day? Is Michael Caine Kathy Bates' love interest? Kathy Bates that, really that isn't in the movie one. much, but she's in it. Oh, who's her love interest? She doesn't have one. Can you talk stuff. about maybe your top three Valentine's Days personally? Yeah, sure. I'll talk about my top three Valentine's Day personally. Um, I I haven't really had any Valentine's Days. Valentine Days. I uh my number oh yeah uh my number three. I uh I gave it to her and I was just drinking Natty. Or no, I was drinking Keystones, man. Keystones. Keystone uh, Kyle keeping you <laughs> keeping you replenished. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to. Sending out an SOS. I'll send an SOS to the world. I'll send an SOS. Or genre swap. (laughs) Or sequel. (laughs) Kyle, what do you got for SOS? For those that don't know, 
Anderson Drilling Worldwide has been working on a treatment for an original movie called Gal's Trip, which is basically about <laughs> a group of older ladies in their <laughs> 60s to 70 who are horny and single, and they go on adventures with each other that ends up in lots of shenanigans and hijinks. In this movie called Galentine's Day, <laughs> our golden gals have an adventure on Valentine's Day as we follow them around the hot beaches of Miami, where they are taken aback <laughs> by all the skimpy swimsuits, they drink way too much Chardonnay, and they laugh at all the fun they're having. It ends with them giving Valentine's to each other when they realize that the friendship they share is their true love <laughs> above all else. Some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Some sappy shit where they cheers each other. Yeah. Just like... <laughs> Some uh, some relationships ended. Someone some started. Like <laughs> yeah. in the end, we all grew together, and that's yeah. what's important. Yeah, there's definitely a scene where like one of them has sex, and it's really weird, and yes. like it goes really bad with a disproportionately hot younger man. We're yeah, like, that's not reality. Oh yeah, he's like he's like I don't like cougars. definitely Latin. Yeah. I like old cougars. Right. <laughs> Brandon, SOS. I don't have one. Skip it. Make hey, up it one. <laughs> I can make up one right now if you Franklin want. Franklin sequel. Kathy Bates origin story. Okay. She starts out in the sub basement of the TV studio. <laughs> somehow like either kills a guy, sleeps with the right person and works both. her way up or both. <laughs> Does he kill the guy and then sleep with him? Yeah, that's the, interesting. <laughs> the order is not what's important I think that's here. That's called What is it called? <laughs> Sowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you sour a corpse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but eventually she works her way up uh, to run basically the whole town of L.A. Mm. It's basically like an Irishman knockoff with just Kathy Bates and the, uh, the Welsh woman. Exactly. I'd love to see them de-age her because that'd be a lot of lipo. <laughs> <laughs> they can't get Kathy Bates in the in the movie, so they have to go to like Catherine Manheim to practice. <laughs> like, you'll do. Yeah, they're the same. Okay, so my SOS is a sequel. Bradley Cooper wakes up on February 15th after a long night of pounding with Sean Jackson. Of course. He looks over and sees Sean's dead, naked body in bed next to him, and he doesn't know what the hell happened. Blackout? That's right, this was an NZT blackout. <laughs> Cooper, in a panic, tells Julio the gardener that Devin Sawa did it and flees the scene. Holy shit. <laughs> Cooper wanders around Los Angeles trying to remember the last 48 hours and trying to find some NZT as he gradually gets dumber and dumber. Strapped for cash, he steals a constable's uniform from a local night party store, <laughs> changes into it, and starts practicing his British accent. Feeling just confident enough, he heads out to become a street performer. <laughs> Because he's now so stupid, he can't even come up with an alias to call himself. So he looks down at his crotch, sees his third leg, and says moose. <laughs> the end. That was a lot. Can we call him Sean the Dong yeah, Jackson? Sean the Dong Jackson. Uh, let's move on to genre swap. All right, I'll tell you what you do. Pull the old switcheroo! Brandon, what do you got? I'm gonna go with a supernatural horror a la Happy Death Day. Ooh. So each of the couples gets killed at the end of their Valentine's Day date only to wake up and relive the entire day over again. <laughs> so it's just like an ensemble version of Groundhog Day um, with a horror movie twist. And since you have to solve like 10 different murders in this movie, it's four hours long. I was going to say, this sounds like a 12 episode Netflix series. No, 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 no. Movie. It's a four hour long <laughs> horror supernatural Valentine's Day movie. Okay. Um, and in most of the cases, the like husband, girlfriend, wife or, or uh, boyfriend did it. 
Okay. It's, it's always who you expect. Yeah. But yeah, it takes right. them a long time to right, figure it right. out. It's, Kyle, genre swap. So I think the genre swap works if you keep the movie in Los Angeles, um, but you make it into a socially complex drama interweaving the stories of a racist cop played by Matt Dillon, a district attorney played by Brendan Fraser, who's married to Sandra Bullock. I'm thinking we flesh out the rest of the cast with Don Cheadle, Thondi Newton, Terrence Howard, and uh, we just might have an Oscar-worthy movie that everyone hates a few years after it comes out. You're talking about traffic. Yes, exactly. Did you already mention Brendan Fraser? No, we should mention that. Okay. Brendan's Frasers. I say, Niles, that's... <laughs> I'm the old man. I drink beer and have a shitty chair. We have a dog that's name I'm not aware Eddie. of. Eddie. Is his name yes, Eddie? Eddie. Oh. I am Eddie the dog. We got a Fraser head over here. <laughs> Why do you think I talk about it on every episode? <laughs> it's true, yeah. Um, you eat tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Separately. Right before. That's yeah, your power yeah. meal before we record. <laughs> I just don't have the bean bag to combine the two dishes into one. So my genre swap is an Always Sunny episode where Frank plays the guy cucking Alan Arkin's wife. <laughs> uh, Mac is Sean Jackson's gay lover who, you know, he can't he doesn't can't tell anyone that he's dating this quarterback. Dennis is Patrick Dempsey's character because he doesn't give a fuck and he's just sleeping around. This all checks out. So far, um, so good. Cricket is the pervy reporter, yep. cameraman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bill Ponderosa is the Paul Voigt, Vogt. Totally. <laughs> That's Paul Ponderosa. D is Jennifer Garner and Anne Hathaway. Jennifer Garner for being the side piece of someone else who's like much I... more successful. Anne Hathaway for doing the sex phone stuff. And uh, Z is Jamie Foxx. Who's Z in the... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And, uh, wait, I forgot. Where's Charlie's someone? I had Charlie in here. Charlie would be Franklin. He's yeah, cool. Charlie's Franklin. He's very childlike. Yeah, childlike wonderment. Yeah. Yep. I feel like uh, the Taylors could be the McBoyles. That just, was, like, weird and incestuous. They They're both yeah. named Taylor. Yeah. Like, yeah. kind of just something's wrong with yeah, those the, two. The sister, like the sister McBoyle could be uh, yeah. Taylor Swift, for sure. Yeah. The Her waitress. Robert. Waitress would be, like, Jessica Biel. She's the saddest out of all of them. Yeah, she would end up with Z in like a weird hookup thing. <laughs> so I think this works as an Always Sunny episode. I think yeah, it definitely love works. It. Absolutely. Love That's it. incredible. <laughs> uh, that all checks out. Right? Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Blu-ray price. Who organizes the Blu-ray price? It's so nice. How much would you pay for this movie? Who watches yeah, The Watchmen? It. The only way you could ever watch it again was to own the Blu-ray. What do you got, Kyle? I'm pretty confident if I saw this movie on sale at Target for a quarter, I'd put it in my cart. And then at checkout, I'd tell the person, "Ah, I've changed my mind. (laughs) Okay, you put this back on the shelf. But if it was a nickel, that would seem like a Target oversight that they didn't realize. And this would be a a killer value for me. And so at that price point, I'd pay a nickel for this. That's my Blu-ray price. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stick with your five theme and say four ninety-nine. Four dollars and ninety-nine cents. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a lot. Four point nine nine cents. It's just super light and like whatever. We're like, I could definitely put it on in the background. Oh, I got you. What do you got? Um, I saw this movie right when it came out in theaters and fifty-two thousand. Love this movie. It's light and breezy. Love it. Let's wrap this up with, does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Saxman. Brandon, does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? When I think about Valentine's Day, the first thing that comes to mind is McSullivan. (laughs) 
Uh, it's Valentine's Day, and Pops invites McSullivan over for a romantic dinner with him and Gloria. McSullivan obliges, but says that he has to make a pit stop first. He stops by a popular flower shop, which is really just a front for his drug dealer. McSullivan tells his drug dealer that he'll need something extra wacky to get him through this Valentine's Day dinner with Pops. His drug dealer has just the thing, a compound made from a rare purple flower grown in the hills of Afghanistan. Mac takes the compound, and what follows is a hallucination for the ages. McSullivan imagines himself as an 18-year-old high school senior trying to bang Emma Roberts. He takes her to his car, and just as he's about to capitalize, Jessica Alba, Jessica Biel, Jennifer Garner, Anne Hathaway, Shirley MacLaine, Julia Roberts, and Taylor Lautner all join in on the action. It's a hallucinogenic orgy of the best kind with hands all over the place, people talking about their anti-Valentine's Day parties, and Julia Roberts telling everyone to thank her for her service. McSullivan slowly comes out of his delirium to discover he's at Pop's house, mounting the turkey that they were about to eat for dinner. Pops, Pops exclaims, God damn it, McSullivan. Were you having the Valentine's Day movie orgy hallucination again? Mac nods off and sleeps for 13 hours. <laughs> this, this becomes an annual anal tradition with Pops continually trying to keep McSullivan out of the house on Valentine's Day and a drugged up Mac always finding a way to break in and mount whatever food Gloria has prepared for dinner before passing out for half a day post-coitus. Wow. I'd tow for that, Grace. Whoa. <laughs> I love that pops and mac like spend valentine's day together <laughs> yeah, like that's their thing and also like how many years of mcsullivan fucking the food <laughs> until gloria is like we're not doing this for four no, years no, no but pops yeah. keeps trying to keep him out <laughs> mcsullivan just finds yeah. a way to come in yeah he's like breaking in through the windows and yeah stuff. yeah he just phases just... through the walls <laughs> that's the power of this drug he like he's he's, he's an like, expert locks pick yeah lock picker. Yes. Like, he climbs like ladders sneaks in windows takes the drugs in like empty bedrooms and then just like stumbles around the house. Exactly. But you, they get it. Yeah. you get it. I also like to think during his passed out 13 hours, they use that as a way to like give McSullivan his yearly checkup. It's like he refuses to go to a yeah. doctor. Finally. All right. So he's being Mr. Draw some blood. that whole time. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, and then yeah, every time, prodding. every time he wakes up, like pops has to have a serious conversation. That's like, I'm not here to talk about the turkey you fucked. Like, yeah. you're sick, and you need to take these pills, and he refuses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He plugs up his bloody nose and carries on with his day. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Uh, it was hard to see Mac in a rom-com, so... It didn't work until it did work. We follow McSullivan in this movie during the last years of his life. Oh. His heart's beating a little faster than normal due to him being an 80-year-old with a cocaine addiction. His dick... <laughs> his dick takes a few more pills to get semi-hard. And though the women are still all over him, the STDs have really piled up, and he can only say he's allergic to pubic hair for so long before women start catching on. McSullivan, as we know, has never been a quote-unquote romantic type, but he's trying to keep his steady rotation of bimbos just that, a steady rotation of bimbos, and feels like he's losing his Mackness. The movie follows 12 to 14 of McSullivan's young professional smoke shows, numerous escorts, and Rite Aid checkout clerks with granddaddy issues all around New Orleans on Valentine's Day as they are excitedly getting ready for their date with their stud, senior citizen, cop boyfriend with the huge dong. 
It culminates in a Doubtfire-esque dinner scene at the Indian restaurant, where Mac, in a very poor job of planning, has them all meet. Mac goes from table to table, trying to keep his girlfriends from finding out about each other, and eludes getting caught by going under the tables as Mac goes downtown for dinner. <laughs> Since we all know Mac loves eating out, so to speak. After servicing all the women and becoming semi-hard, Mac <laughs> regains his confidence, a.k.a. Macness, and he realizes he doesn't have to keep up the charade. He gets help from a young waiter onto a table so that he can gloriously proclaim that he'd like to invite them all over for a puppy party orgy at his place, to which they happily accept. It's called How Mac Got His Groove Back. Wow. I hope she has a friend for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She doesn't. They're all for. They're all for Mick Sullivan. That makes sense. That makes sense. Can't compete. Him. I can't no. compete. No. <laughs> the end. The end. That'll do it for this episode of Five Guys Flickner. Unless you guys have anything else you want to talk. I about. would love to say Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, it's been a really romantic time with you guys. I loved celebrating February 14th here. I love the decorations that Aaron's put up. There's yeah, there's it's a lot of sweethearts say, on the ground. I did the snowflakes because no uh, two snowflakes are the same. That's profound. But you used a stencil. They look the same. But no two snowflakes are the same. But they think, are identical. No, but I think it's the the feeling, the idea that he's trying to portray. No, no, no. Not, the, not the actual snowflakes he's talking about. But also, snowflakes are kind of like a Christmas thing. I don't right. know why you did that. Well, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, okay. It's like still wintry. Well, it's just like that's the holiday, so you put them up. Okay. Because yeah. none of them are the same. It's right, great, like, right. If you look at a snowflake, they're not the same. Are three snowflakes the same? Yes, three are the same. There's wow. three out there that are the same, yeah. but we, you, we haven't found them. Right. I don't know. It's the rule of I threes. Found them. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you had the menorah out, but it's actually a, a Kwanzaa candle holder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's non-denominational. Yeah, it's What's just the... a candle holder. Oh, okay, gotcha. Candelabra. You're... I'm just projecting my own fear, yeah, my own right. fear of Kwanzaa. You're onto a champion it. of everything and nothing all at once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say I'm always pretty bummed on Valentine's Day. Why is that, Aaron? Because my name isn't Sal, and then I'd be able to call it Salentine's Day. Wow. So every year, I'm like, I just get kind of down in the dumps around this time of year. Missed opportunity. You can change yeah. your name. I know, but there's a lot of papers to fill up. So. Yeah, you need to get a <laughs> Sal <new> Matillo. <laughs> I got sick sweet. with Sal Matillo. <laughs> I can't come into work. I got myself. God, thank you, Mom and Dad, for not naming me Sal. <laughs> I love that. It's a traditional Italian name, Sal. Yeah. yeah. Like I think when you name a kid Sal, he like gets he's born with like a union membership card. Yeah, he you know? definitely like has he's, bags under his yeah, eyes. That's for yeah. sure. He's yeah. born like smoking already. Yeah. Uh, Aaron's famous dish is a fillet of salmon with Tillamook cheese. It's a salmon tillo. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, happy Valentine's Day, Five GFA family. Absolutely, we I hope think we. Happy Valentine's I think we have Day. a special, yeah. uh, a special. Happy Valentine's Day. If you just have a friend out there that you're happy hanging Palestine out with, like we did. <laughs> Whoa, okay, that's a little too far. We'll edit that one out in well, post. I was gonna say, I think, I think uh, Kevin Sorbo wanted to share a couple words about Valentine's Day. Hi guys, this is Kevin Sorbo from where? Hercules. Oh, TV's Hercules. I love the Five Guys Flicking Around podcast. I really do. You know what his name is after Valentine's Day? Kevin Sorboner. <laughs> That's actually his name after Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And I oh. ah. 
And, ooh, that's, that's so that's tender. Too much. That's too much. Too much. I love the five guys looking around <laughs> podcasts. I really do. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just find us on the internet. <laughs> We're everywhere. Look what I have created. I have made fire. I have made fire. I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. I'm not ashamed Keep no more. the talent happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car. Bullets. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust some ass? Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. Buckle up for safety. <laughs> and not... we don't even get to see Taylor Lautner shirtless. You gotta get naked if you wanna <laughs> make it big in this business, baby. Yeah. Fucking nerd. Fucking dweeb. Yeah, what am I doing? What are you doing? I don't know. I'm gonna go. You're, you're beautiful, like... And you're bemoaning your your lack of love on Valentine's Day? Go fuck yourself. You um, eat tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Uh, <laughs> God bless you. Alan Arkin slash Alda. Does it make it weird that they're related? If one of the Deschanel sisters marries one of the property brothers, automatically the other property brother and the other Deschanel sister are related because of oh. like drugs that they can take. That was the highlight in the movie. Yeah, nobody fucks in this <laughs> movie. George Lopez. He yeah. got rear-ended by a gay quarterback. Fuck yeah. Oh, my back. That's some good gooky gooky. You want I should pack this too? <laughs> don't turn your back on tradition. <laughs> and don't Never turn have. your back on Kevin Zorbo either. So he was like originally a gymnast. I liked yeah. him in that Dennis Quaid movie. The Rookie? Not that one. Jaws 3? Not that one. The Neighbor one that we watched. The Intruder. I like that movie, we but not that, that one. one. We should do that <laughs> one. That was really fun. Yeah. He's got a big black cockiness to him. Yeah. The piggyback no, scene? No, the come up and scene. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> I'm graduating. I'm graduating. I'm graduating. <laughs> and it spits out of her mouth and she gets a bunch of come up and Poo-poos. Chocolate spunk? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's so nice. Sweet. You usually have to juggle a lot more.